Hey y'all, it's Cheyenne. Thank you guys so much for tuning in to Sickly Sweet Podcast. If this is your first time joining me, hi, I'm your host Cheyenne. If this is your second, third, fourth, or fifth, or if you've been with me since the beginning, thank you guys so much for tuning in and hanging out with me and taking a chance on listening to this. Thank you guys so much for all the listens and all the messages and all the follows and just you guys are great and it means so much more to me than I can possibly tell you guys. Before we begin today's show, I must say that today's show is going to involve domestic violence, which unfortunately during COVID-19 and quarantine has become very high. There's been a spike and an uptick in domestic violence as well as domestic violence towards children. And I am not sure exactly what that is supposed to do, but as we've learned with many true crime cases, females are usually killed more by their partner and women also have a higher chance of being killed by their partner than they do a stranger. Not to say that it doesn't happen as cases with serial killers, rapers, murderers, all that, but nine times out of 10, it's usually the husband, the boyfriend, or someone that they've had a previous relationship like in disgruntled ex. If you're suffering domestic violence in quarantine, you're highly advised to call the number that they have. They have a number specifically for people that are suffering domestic violence during quarantine. So thank you so much for listening but if there's nothing that you can do you're advised to just please try to find a way to get out you know there are many different ways and please do not become a statistic today's show took place a couple weeks ago about two weeks ago it's the case of Kathleen McLean I think is her name she was married to a doctor named Ingolf Turek, and I really hope I'm pronouncing that right. She was a Reiki master and did like New Age healing and, you know, those type of things and had become very popular in Dover, which is where the couple was staying at the time of her death. They had had a relationship on and off for about two years, and they've only been married for about five months. He claims that they had a night of drinking together and that in a heated argument that she hit him over the head with what he believed to be a glass and that he grabbed her and he strangled her and that at first Katie, which is what he called her, struggled and fought against him, but that he kept choking her until she went unresponsive. Once she went unresponsive, he said that he simply knew he had went too far, that he put her in her Jeep and drove her out to a lake. He had removed her shirt and put rocks in her pants to wade her down and then dumped her body in the lake. He then sent a text to a texting to a, excuse me, a little tongue tied here. He sent a text to a mutual friend that said, she lied to us all. She's the devil. I'm not sure who this mutual friend is. I'm not sure if it's a male acquaintance. I think it is a male acquaintance because it said she lied to us all brother. So I would assume that this is also a male friend of theirs. For anybody, though, that may think his name sounds familiar, Ingolf is actually... He was a doctor that specialized in urology, and he has made a name for himself as a surgeon, He's a very prominent surgeon. 
but he was let go from a hospital, I believe, a couple of years ago. He was found guilty of overbilling the Medicaids. I think like $15,000 or $150,000 is what I was able to read. Some news reports are very conflicting on the numbers. But, I mean, I'm kind of surprised that he didn't face a malpractice suit or face some kind of legal loss of his license for overcharging because they had everything they needed to prove he did. But I don't know. All I know is that he was really, really well known because he used um, robotics during these operations. And it takes a very skilled hand and a very delicate hand to be able to use those during operating on people. And considering that this is urology, that this is, you know, like urinary tracts and this and that, that it's a very small area to work with. And... Outside of this, from what I was able to find, he's like six foot three and he's into motorcycles and has a rough and rugged appearance. His name is Ingolf, but friends call him Harry and I'm not sure exactly. I know, though, that he had told police that during questioning that, yes, he did kill her. Yes, he did strangle her, but that he has pleaded not guilty. And once he's admitted to the crime and they have the evidence and he's admitted, yes, I did kill her. He's going to say, I didn't. I mean, where is his mind on that? I know that the police said they had found him unresponsive in a hotel room that he had rented from May 8th through the 17th. And that he had cuts on his wrists, forearms, forehead and legs, which were consistent with walking through tall brush. Like I said, unfortunately, this is not the only case of a woman killed by her partner. A lot of these stories that have talked about on this podcast, a lot of stories that have been talked about on podcasts, true crime documentaries, books, the Chris Watts case, and a number of others has been examples of domestic violence gone too far. If you or someone you know is suffering domestic violence during quarantine, you are please, please advised to reach out to the sources. So, I don't know. I mean, he's pleaded not guilty, though, as far as the case. And I think they are seeking either a first-degree murder charge or a second-degree murder charge. But with COVID going until court reopens, it'll probably be a little bit until... A verdict is rich or something happens with this case. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. You can find Sickly Sweet Podcasts on Stitcher, Podbean, Anchor. You can also find me on Google Podcasts and Apple Podcasts. I'm on most podcasting platforms. You can also find Sickly Sweet Podcasts on Instagram. This is usually where I'm most active. If you guys want to message me, talk about the cases, make a specific request for one or something, that's usually the best way to get a hold of me. I do have a Twitter account, but I'm not as active on there as I am on Instagram. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. Thank you guys so much for listening. Like, rate, subscribe, tell a friend, share the whole nine yards. And until next time, please be safe, especially if you are in a situation like I mentioned you do not want to have a story that ends like this, and you do not want to see a loved one, unfortunately, become the next episode of a true crime podcast. So I know it sounds like a harsh reality, but it very, very much can happen. There are people every day that die at the hands of people that they love, 
and there are people that die at the hands of strangers. There's been several cases during quarantine of men that have murdered so far, thinking that they tested positive for COVID and they had not. There was a case in Illinois not too long ago of a man that shot himself and his girlfriend thinking they had COVID-19 and they both tested negative. There was also a case in Pennsylvania where a man had lost his job due to being furloughed because of, which furloughed, not technically because that means temporary loss. He was let go. He was fired because of COVID-19 and he shot himself and he shot his girlfriend in Pennsylvania. There's been several cases so far linked to it. So like I said, please be safe and until next time, take care y'all.